All right, welcome to another episode of Living Legends. And I am super excited to be able to sit down and have this great conversation with Stacy and Jalen. Uh, multi-generations in the McDonald's franchising industry. So uh, we'll open it up. Uh, man, this is, this is it. So it's three generations. Yes. Three generations of your family. So what, what led you all into McDonald's? What, why this? How did you get yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, initially, um, it started with my father. Okay. And he, um, I started with him in 1985. Okay. He was offered his first restaurant in, in Morgan Hill here in, in uh, 1985. Um, back, little backstory: we're from Michigan City, Indiana. Okay. Right around the corner. Midwest, right? Midwest, Midwest, yeah. Right? And so, um, and at the time, he owned a bar lounge. Um, he always wanted to own his own business. You know, he did many, many careers, pharmaceutical sales, et cetera. But he ultimately wanted to own his own business. So he had the bar and the lounge, and after a while, it just got to be a little dangerous, and he <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to do something different. And so, happenstance, he um, he was talking to a friend, and that friend said, "Hey, have you ever thought about McDonald's?" And he's like, "What? No, what McDonald's?" And so he was telling him about it and the program and, and um, filling out the application. So he said, okay. So he considered it and he decided to fill out the application and turn it into McDonald's and start to go down that road. Because it is a process, it's yes. an application process. Yes. A lot of people, um, they, they think you can just buy a, mm -hmm. a franchise or you can just you know invest in a franchise, you, mm -hmm. you can't. Uh, at least not with McDonald's, you can't. <clears throat> so he got accepted to the program and he started training and fast forward 1985 uh he was offered that restaurant in california he'd never been to california really never been to, he always wanted to go to california so to to be offered a restaurant in here it's it was just amazing dream come true yeah, right yeah. and so moved the family out i stayed in indiana because i was a year in college okay. at the time okay. and so the restaurant opened in may 1985 and i um <clears throat> and i had uh, applied to san jose state university okay. i was gonna go to school in the fall mm -hmm. so i came out and in the meantime i'm like okay he needs help mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna help him and uh so got started doing you know paperwork and, and payroll and all of those things and um and also started to learn operations of mm -hmm. the business and mm -hmm. starting off i mean all i could do was sweep i didn't we never we had never worked in mcdonald's <laughs> before right so i'm just sweeping away in my polyester uniform and <laughs> um and so over time by the time i was supposed to go to school mm -hmm. i just said ah, i'm gonna wait and put mm -hmm. it off because he still needs help we're just getting the business off the ground so um <clears throat> So I kept training and, and learning operations, and within a couple of years, um, became a manager. You know, I still had to go through the process, yeah, right? Yeah. Became a manager, supervisor, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and then it was uh, 10 years later where I became an owner-operator because it's not just <clears throat> given to you, mm -hmm. so to speak, just mm -hmm. because you are the child of, you, st you still have to go to a program. Yeah, more yeah. training, more training, yeah. more training. Yeah. So, um, so that's how I got started. I was approved in 1994 to be an owner-operator, and I graduated from San Jose State. <laughs> I did finish school. Wonderful. It was something I said, okay, I have to finish. Yeah, so yeah. I was 
commuter students, so to speak. So it's almost like you are like the, the living McDowell's, right? From yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was right. so funny. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. Yes. beautiful. Yes. So then, Jalen, what leads you? Now, mom gets in 94. Now, there's some time that passes. And now, what brings you into the, the fray? Um, yeah, so I went to school at uh, Purdue University, right? Mm -hmm. I was a part of a program called the Business Opportunity Program. And definitely shout out to everybody that's a part of my, those are like my brothers and sisters that are part of that. And um, it was all, it was all black and Latin based program, basically okay. business okay. program, right? And from, till when I was like 17 up, like they were just drilling like business into us, how to get in the game, corporate America, how to deal with it as, you know, a minority in general. Um, and we found a lot of success through our four years. I had worked at three different companies, three different summers, three different internships. I had traveled for case comp business case competitions and competed with schools across the country. And afterwards, you accumulate a certain amount of business acumen, right? Mm -hmm. And at one point, you kind of got to ask yourself, what do you want to do with that skill? Mm -hmm. And you know, I kind of got, to be honest with you, I got pretty bored with the corporate world, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just really boring. And um, it just wasn't for me as I continued to go through it. I had success in it, but I just wasn't, it wasn't for me personally. And I also, you know, I come from my grandfather and my mother, and they're all business owners. So to be, and they're black business owners like that in America, right? Um, yeah. So to see that example growing up, I kind of figured, well, maybe I could take my skill. Maybe it could still contribute to the business in a sort of way. Mm -hmm. Um, so after college, right after I graduated, I went straight to the restaurants and started working just to see, you know, you give yourself 90 days in anything to see if, you know, how you feel about it, yeah, right? Yeah. And I definitely was passionate about the business from day one, so wow. I just continued on and then th I think three years, three and a half years later, I was lucky enough to get approved. And I, you know, I, like she says, I had to go through, I mean, I've been in the restaurant since I was seven, so it's like a lot I've already seen, but you have to go through the process and you have to prove that you can be a viable owner operator in the system, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even the challenge of that also was more attractive than just working my way up a corporate ladder per Got se. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Baptized yeah. by the fire of the <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, and so, and that speaks to, to something else, like, I mean, like, what could you speak to like longevity? So you say 85 is kind of when you start, mm -hmm. then 95, 94 is when you know you get your own. Right. That's a long time, yeah. especially in this age. People don't stay in stuff that no, long. No, not at so, all. So like, what do you contribute to some of your success and longevity? Um, I think for me, it was more so about commitment, mm -hmm. um, consistency, and, and just dedication to my family. You know, when I started, I. I hadn't even really determined what I wanted to do with my life yeah. and, and career. Yeah. And so I came and I just started working and I said, okay, I'll figure it out later, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go to school. Mm -hmm. But I still never really, there wasn't anything that really grabbed me. Gotcha. And so I, it was just about this opportunity and I just kept going and going mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and going and here we are, you know, 35 years later, 36 <laughs> years later. Um, so that's, I think that was the main thing. Um, <clears throat> also, what has helped is, um, is, it was very challenging to manage family relationships. Uh, like my father, yeah, you know, yeah. father, daughter, um, boss, mm -hmm. employee, right? So that was pretty challenging. And um, many of the soft skills I think needed to, to be successful in this business, I didn't feel I had. 
And so it was, um, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know if I can continue to do this. Maybe 10, 15 years in, I'm like, I, I don't, but then I was like, well, what am I going to do? Right. What, right. You know, so I said, and um, I, I recall I was, um, I was a little, you know, just a little frustrated one day driving and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do and this is great, but I don't know if I, you know, going to continue. And then, and, and I remember, I remember exactly where I was and I'm going through that thought process and just kind of felt a little defeated, right? Mm -hmm. And then it felt like, you know, God just kind of tapped me on my shoulder and was like, um, excuse me, <laughs> you need to get it together. <laughs> you know, this, this is, you, you will be fine. I can see what you can't see. And so, um, and at that point, and at that time, sure, challenges, everyone goes through that. But I didn't have that same attitude of, I can't do this, mm. because I just felt like, okay, I can do the best I can right. um, at any given point in time. That's all that's required mm -hmm. of us, and, mm -hmm. you know, God will see the rest. Yeah. Yeah, see us through. Right? Absolutely. And, and I'll push a little further, and this is really kind of go to both of you. So. Can you think of like some of the challenges or stories about the challenges that you've experienced? I hadn't even thought about just the family dynamics that might mm -hmm. come into place, right? Of course, in business, but what challenges have you faced? Um, <clears throat> hmm. Well, you gotta think, I mean, there's generational challenges. I mean, you know, there's knowledge and wealth in many different veins of ages, right? And experience in the business. I mean, me and my mom fight all the time, right? In respect to the business in regards to, well, you have to see this side is where the business is going. And then you have to also come from, maybe from my perspective, Gen Z, millennial, whatever. And then you gotta look from, you know, my grandfather's perspective, my mother's perspective, your perspective, right? Where you've had years of success in your practice. Mm -hmm. So why should I fold or to what's next? You yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying? So. Yeah. Sometimes those conversations, whether they have to do with oper you know, business practices, whether they have to just do with cultural talk, whether they just have to do with people, those can sometimes be difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you have In to be able to adapt. Absolutely. It, it's the adaptation. And so the, the system itself has, it's the same, but it's changed. And like you said, in 85, I've kind of seen a little bit of, of everything and to where we are today. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, with him coming into the business, I kind of feel like I have the best of both worlds mm -hmm. because I came through in the system, you know, back from the 80s and learning with my father. And now, like he's saying, we're in this whole digital age, yeah. everything else, and he's telling me stuff, and I'm like, I, I don't want to hear that, right? <laughs> when we started, we didn't even have, you know, computers, and everything was Correct. done by hand. And, Correct. And, and, you know, and you just... The, and the challenge is you always have to be on, right? Mm -hmm. You own your own business. You it just you have to be on 24-7. Yeah. And, and you have all these different departments to manage. And people is, is the main thing. Absolutely. And, um, and so, yeah, and just trying to stay viable within, within mm -hmm. the business because it's just not automatically, say, like, given to you or renewed every year. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're graded. We have to apply. We have to. It's, so it's just always yeah. something there's never any like feels like time off right? yeah, yeah 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 so so that's the uh the difficult thing you know you gotta you gotta think about it too i'll speak on this in regards to challenges i mean we are at the end of the day minorities we're black people right when we tried to build um you know 
they talk about Black Wall Street, hmm. you know, they, in Tulsa, they, tur they tur you know, tore it down, right? Yeah. So when you think about stuff like that, back in those days, we didn't even have the formal education to understand what formal accounting was or what formal mm -hmm. contracts were, or things like that, right? And unfortunately, you know, when it comes to my grandfather, he had to learn all of that the hard way. Mm -hmm. Same thing with my mother until she was granted the opportunity to gain a formal education. And when you really think about it, I'm the first person in the family that's had a true straight shot formal educational background, right? So not only can I, you know, have do I have some sorts of street smarts, but mm -hmm. I'm also understanding what the books are telling me, right? Absolutely. So bringing that into the business today is especially crucial being able to read the numbers because I don't even know how you guys did it, you know, being able to run those books. I mean, you're not even speaking on how, you know, my grandmother Estelle would run, be running a lot of the numbers and books back in this, you know, the mm -hmm. 80s back in mm -hmm. the day. There's a huge almanac that just has our, you know, P&Ls and everything yeah. from back oh, yeah, in the day. Yeah, I still paper, have our, you know our ledger from the first day. It was a ledger because there was no, no Excel, computer. there was yeah. nothing, and my writing for I don't know how many years straight, I kept all of those ledgers wow. just to be able to refer back to, see, this is where we started, yeah. right? Just yeah. pencil and a calculator, you know, mm -hmm. that, was, that was it. That's huge. Yeah. So, so then Jalen, do you feel any added weight now? Like it's different, like they've been successful now coming in, being the first one with former education, the sense of where you could potentially take this. Do you, do you feel like you have to wear even more pressure to, be successful in the future? No, no. No, because I'm my own individual, I'm my own business person, and even though I do stem from them, mm -hmm. I know the value that I bring to the business, and it's just another generation of style for the business, right? So um, I don't think that I bear any weight whatsoever. I'm very confident, and I feel like I was raised to be able to continue to keep the balance of the business and, and, and keep it pushing forward and growing because, you know, I was literally birthed from, you know, people that did it. So, I'm not nervous at all. I don't ever feel any weight. That was a huge question I always got in the interviews and you know my program. I was mm -hmm. like, no, like if you can't open up a phone faster than me to the McDonald's app, then don't talk to me about. Am I nervous about the future of the business, right? <laughs> yeah. Because people like myself and my generation are the ones that are going to be driving it forward. So I'm actually not nervous. I'm actually very excited and looking forward to the future of the business for sure. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. But it's good that I I feel like we're able to keep him balanced. You know, some of the old school values and. And this whole piece, and you know, they it works. It all works together. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. I can only imagine. Yeah. Three generations is 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 amazing in in, the, in any industry, right? Mm -hmm. right? But to be able to do that, especially in McDonald's and something that is so kind of known, mm -hmm. uh, not just in the, in the country, but uh, all around the world. So then, how would you speak to, because uh, growing up, I would always hear of like, you know, working at McDonald's is like the negative thing. Like, oh, you better, you know, you better go to school unless you're going to end up working in here. You're going to be flipping burgers. <laughs> Soon I'll be on fries, right? Like right. That, that idea, right? Yes. And so, yes. uh, how, do you, how do you deal with that? What, what comes to mind when you hear people with that type of idea? Um, it, I get it, you know, it's kind of frustrating, but you know, just like don't knock it till you try it because there are, and I just don't think that enough people hear stories like ours of yep. where you can go, right? Mm -hmm. um, McDonald's has one of the best training programs in the world mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you're trained, you know, just for example, the restaurant managers, they're trained to run a million dollar business. I mean, if you really think about that, mm -hmm. in, in one building, they're, they're trained to run that. Um, and it doesn't run itself. Mm -hmm. So, and there's so many things to learn, your people skills and, and, and um, 
food quality and standards, building maintenance, et cetera, et cetera. And, and not everybody can do that mm -hmm. successfully. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, you know, I would say also living in this digital age, um, people don't, they, I won't say kids, but they don't get taught the life skills that it, it's just not there. When you start with McDonald's, you have to learn how to sweep. You have to learn how to clean. You have to be able to smile at people and talk to people. And sometimes that gets lost, but those are the life skills that you get working, you know, for example, at a McDonald's restaurant. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I, we wouldn't even hire anybody if they didn't come in smiling. I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to make it here. Yeah, you're, you're not going to make it. you got to be able to have eye contact. You yeah. have to be able to, you know, communicate. And yeah. these days it's just all you know, on the phones and mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. but those are the life skills that are gonna take you through. And mm -hmm. so I think that, um, and, and there's always opportunity. There's yeah. like opportunity for us, you know, um, to come up into this business and, mm -hmm. and as a franchisee. So, and that's, that, that's always there. Yeah. That opportunity is always there, no matter who you are, but you do have to do the work. You yeah. just can't go in and say, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm the manager. Okay, good luck. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do fries. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you need to start out. Yeah. Start there. Start yeah. There. Yes, yeah. exactly. Wonderful. Exactly. Wonderful. So then, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll start with Jalen. Uh, where do you see, or what would you like your future in, in the business to be? Um, I mean, the first thing is just to create the, continue the generational wealth. That's the, the first goal. No matter what, I could, I could care less about anything else but that. To preserve the business for the generations to come, right? That's, that's the first priority, right? So yeah. whatever it takes to do that, just like my mother's done it, my grandfather does it, that's my first goal, right? Mm -hmm. But also, I obviously want to have impact. I talk to my mom about it all the time. I want to be one of the youngest people to win the Golden Arch Award, which wow. is like the 1% Operator Award. Yeah, yeah. And they did it back in the day. I was so saying that you all won this award before. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I want to, I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to do that. You know, I want to, um, I mean, there's a lot of things in the business and, and, you know, that I'd like to do, whether it's in certain committees, like marketing committees, digital committees, um, and just continuing to have influence, right? And, and hopefully, as I continue growing my career, I get to meet more people that are maybe influential in the company and have conversations, learn from them, mm -hmm. show them a franchise perspective from another generation. Mm -hmm. So continuing the agenda of the next generation, pushing the future of the business, that's really besides generational wealth that and, and the success through that too and the awards and following up with them right mm -hmm. i'm not trying to win it just once so we should win it a couple times you Absolutely. know because i know they won it once but you know just like, like hey, step it up guys yeah, yeah. come on they so, gotta do this again <laughs> yeah so just that i think it's also a huge part of my goal is and you guys were talking about it right you know mcdonald's isn't really the most attractive place to work and whatnot and that's a huge um, stigma and I'm young so I get it you know what I'm saying you know none of my friends are doing what I do but I also think that that's the difference too in doing just different things in general I think that you look at the industries nowadays just ruled by kind of like entertainment kids want to get popping on TikTok and all these things that's fine I, I fully support that right? any artists that that's any bad. musicians any sports right any I, I really do support that because I think that we dominate it and we should continue to dominate it right but on the flip side you know I remember during COVID Everybody, all my friends that were corporate, first time into a job or whatever, were working from home. I didn't work a single day from home during COVID. I was up every day dealing with every single person you could think mm -hmm. of, every hour of the night. And the amount that I learned from that, I just want to be able to pass on those intangible skills to, you know, whether it's a kid coming up in high school, first, first job, yeah. somebody trying to get back on their feet. 
Um, so just the people focus and things that I've learned over time and what I can give to those that might be not as educated as us, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, that's a huge goal too. Absolutely. I think I think a misconception too is people expect you to work at McDonald's and like stay at McDonald's forever. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's a difference between a culture being so positive and uplifting that people want to stay in it, mm -hmm. and people kind of using it, and it's just a season, a reason to get out of it and then do whatever. I completely respect that. But at least if you leave, right? If you move on to something, you have the skills that we taught, or you're able, we were able to pass something on to you that can help you mm -hmm. get to the next level. Because our goal is not for you to stay with us forever, mm -hmm. right? We just want to create a good business we want to build great people great practices mm -hmm. right and hopefully that those people can continue to carry on those values as they continue to go on yeah, right yeah. so yeah but yeah. it is a path. those are some of my Current goals path. for it Absolutely. yeah it is yeah, yeah. yeah. sure yeah. And, and, and just to speak to it, like, I, I would be remiss not to mention that you're almost like a local celebrity uh, no. with McDonald's. I mean, Absolutely. Black History Month came, there's this beautiful Absolutely. commercial yeah. with your face on it. So, When I think about Black History Month, I think about leaders of the community that have pushed us forward by taking risk, pushing boundaries, and thinking outside of the box. Absolutely. So in many ways, but I mean, of course, you know, that's tongue in cheek, but in many ways you are becoming like a new face, yeah. uh, a new, new way to represent the company. And uh, what, what a beautiful way to be able to do that in Black History Month to say, hey, McDonald's is not just what that was, but look at what it can be. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. so kudos to you. Thank you. Uh, in, in that space. Kudos What's to you. interesting is my father, he, he did a commercial as well. Did he? Back in the, I don't know if you remember you, this. You're like the golden child. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, uh, this um, ad campaign, Eddie the Echo. It was, it was, I think it was back in the 80s, and he did it. He was an actual commercial, and um, it was always, it was about my McDonald's. So it was, mm. I don't remember the exact uh, message, but then at the end of it, and he, he goes, at my McDonald's, right? And then, uh, and so then I also did the, the Black History Month for, it wow. ran for a few years. It wasn't as good as his because <laughs> it's just a whole different, you know, it was just yeah. me saying yeah. a script or whatever. But, right, right. and so I thought it was interesting. I said, all three of us have done that. Wow. Yeah. So, so you really are like the one percent of the one percent, like as it relates to the McDonald's fr yeah. franchise. Yeah. So then, um, and I know we haven't mentioned it, but like you also are in multiple cities within the Bay Area, yes. as it relates. So, do you care to speak to what cities that you? You're um, from? Morgan Hill. That Morgan, was where our start, that's your start. right? Mm -hmm. Morgan Hill, uh, San Jose, and Milpitas. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm down in Gilroy, so if there's any chance you guys want to come that way, listen, hey, hey, just want to let you know, we need it. Uh, <laughs> Lifetime supply, for sure. Right, that's what we need, that's what we need. Um, so I always, uh, I feel like I always want to make sure that I put this in. So for you and this success, both of you, where's faith kind of played a role um, in, your, in your journey, in your progress? Um, for me, it's it's been everything because that's what I fall back on, um, just to, for um, just to keep going, just for the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I tend to overthink everything, and so I I learn because again God taps me on the shoulder every now and then and be like, okay, you just 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 be still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just just be still, and so I think that's been part of it, and just just doing that, just doing what I. Do mm -hmm. and um, 
and not overthinking everything. <laughs> I overthink everything. And it kind of makes sense. I mean, you're, you're a business owner, right? Yes. Like it's almost like you are incentivized to think about as many possibilities yes. and issues as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But even in doing that, you're like, there's still plenty more I can do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I feel like uh, when I, like when I was going through the franchise program, I don't know, I don't know any of it personally. I didn't know any of my friends that were, you know, just um, um, thinking about some of the things that I was thinking about in regards to how am I going to structure this business and how am I going to, you know, manage people and how am I going to, you know, like you're talking about secede my family in the business and, you know, you got to consider like I'm thinking all these things while people are just getting out of college, like mm -hmm. partying and having fun and like all this influence <laughs> and traveling, and right, especially right. during COVID, everybody's just traveling correct. everywhere they correct. want and working from home and all these things and I'm like, man, like um, sometimes it, like I'd be like, why am I doing this? Like sometimes or like, you know, why am I feel like I'm exerting myself? Should I just wait? Should I? But then, you know, you just think like, you know, there's a, I kind of get like, like you talk about like the tap on the shoulder, there's mm -hmm. like a higher calling for me, yeah. you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So it kind of just keeps me in the game, you know, and mm -hmm. um, allows me to carry on every day. Like I yeah. get up and kind of meditate in the morning and just kind of try to speak to that higher talk calling. And yeah, yeah I just try that, that kind of just keeps me up because sometimes at least in how I feel, how old I am, like I'm just around like in the business, there's so many older people and I'm really the youngest one. And so, you know, I'm kind of like, man, like, why do I exert myself? And it's like, no, because you're here for a reason, it's Absolutely. a higher calling and something's calling Absolutely. on you. So um, that's what helps me continue. Yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, but, and, but we've, we've all, we've been through it as far mm -hmm. as, you know, it's almost like our, my twenties, I don't totally remember my twenties because all I did was work. Mm. you know 12 hour days and, yeah. and just because yeah. it, it is it's all about the business and, and building the business and um, it just yeah I think it's communication is 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 a what do I want to say it's a lost art mm. um, listening I think mm. what I've learned is listening is the most important thing um, don't jump to conclusions mm. don't have any expectations just listen like you said the worst of the worst mm -hmm. you know they're just going on and I have customers that'll call and they're complaining and 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 this person that person da, 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 da. and then I'm just on the phone listening my my um one of the employees will tell me that and they talk to them and say they were so rude etc etc and then I get on the phone and I'm like oh, you know how can I help you blah, blah. and they just start talking right but then they calm down because mm -hmm. I'm not matching mm -hmm. that energy yeah. I'm just and uh it's 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 a lot yeah yeah, yeah the, it's a lot of different um levels but you just you just be patient you have to learn how to be patient mm -hmm. my 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 husband you know like when he goes to a restaurant or somewhere right and he gets uh impatient like if service <laughs> is slow or Absolutely. whatever like that and you know i'm just sitting there or, or even with my dad he's just sitting there and, and my husband would think well don't you get upset well don't you I'm like, no, because in my mind, I'm thinking they're short-staffed, this is happening, that. So there's a lot of grace, mm. right? Because I, now rudeness, that's a whole different story. <laughs> no space for that. Yeah, there's, there's no space for that. But everything else, so you just kind of learn.
Hmm. So you just kind of learn. Hmm. What about you? Yeah, I just continue to love people no matter like <laughs> the type that I meet. I just sometimes you meet like sometimes you just meet some people. Like I've been chased out of a of a building by homeless people. I was laughing because I'm just like this is funny, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you just meet like and you have that experience, and then you have, for example, the the franchising president that. All the people when we were at BMOA, the, the meeting, we're trying to talk to her, right? And she just comes up to me because I met her previously. She was like, oh, like, I remember you. I like you. Like, you whatever. And I'm like, well, I didn't even say a single word. But you're the top of the, you know what I'm saying? So I think at the end of the day, I think what you speak on, all of what you, or what you, you said, all of what you've seen, right? All the different types of people, people recognize that. The top of the top and the low to low. Because somebody can tell when you've been around kooks, for example, or it's just like, you're not judging them. You can actually yeah. relate to them in a way, in a sense of certain yeah. things that they're going through mentally or maybe with what they got on in their environment, where they came from. But you can also relate to the, you know, the, the CEO, the American mm -hmm. CEO that has all the watches and everything, right, mm -hmm. and X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z, and understand how they got there based on just who you are and like you're saying, your growth in your career and everything. So being able to understand that when you're just kind of keep it at like a, like a, I don't know, I don't even try to yeah. keep it at any type of level, I just am who I am. And just I understand people in different perspectives yeah. and where they come from. I can yeah. understand the richest man, I can understand the poorest man, okay. rich man, poor man. So it's like- That was the name of my dad. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> literally, you, you have to understand the dynamics of that as you go through all those people, you learn it, and then you just kind of like speak to people as what they are because you've most likely experienced it. What's intrigued to me is when I meet somebody I haven't experienced yet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, this is like, oh, somebody what like, yeah. Yeah. Refreshing, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just gives you a humble uh, perspective on the world mm -hmm. and just, you know, if you don't have any, like, if you have great emotional intelligence, how people are on one side or another side won't affect you. You know, you just yeah. speak to them. You listen, like you say, you become good listeners and you actually learn something from somebody at the end of the day from every conversation. So, you know, I feel like I've approached through all of those different experiences, conversations now pretty just like listening and curious, like what you're gonna say. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And attentive to anybody that speaks to me, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Don't write anybody off, don't, yeah. no judging a book by no its judge. cover, mm -hmm. none of that, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's beautiful, especially in a space where, you know, we talk about business, which often can be X's and O's, bottom lines, but just being reminded, mm -hmm. it's often far more about people than anything else, right? Oh, definitely. Up and down, those that work for you, those that, yeah. you know, come in. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, way. and I'm proud to say that we had, um, we have people that have worked for us for over 20 years. Wow. Yeah, and um, I think it's a it's That's a testament special. to, you know, how we treat Absolutely. people, and um, you know, they're the family. Yeah, you know, our all of our employees are our family, yeah. and and so and they feel that way, and mm -hmm. um, so it's 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 very important how mm -hmm. you treat how you treat people because you know um, our employees we're only as good as yep. everyone you know uh, underneath us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you know. It really bothers me when I when I hear about you know um, employers that are just mean or yeah, rude like or, or, or yeah, just they're just they're just they're just not it's not it's not about the people, people. Yeah. right yeah, and yeah. so um, so yeah so I'm kind of kind of proud of that. Hmm. Well, some of our employees that have been with us a long time, for example, um, we have a, a supervisor, hmm. and she's from Vietnam, hmm. and she um, you know came over to this country when she was young and and didn't speak English, hmm. right? Um, and so we um, purchased a res restaurant that she was working in at one time. This was back in the, I think it was the 90s. 
And, um, and so she didn't speak English very well, and she was just, you know, working register and everything. And, and my dad, you know, he, you know, noticed her and, and everything that she, you know, was doing. And, and he says, you know, I'm going to make you a manager. Mm. And she was like, well, no, I don't, I don't speak English very well. I can't. Mm. He says, that's okay. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll work with you. It's, it's okay. And well, well, what if I have to, you know, answer customers or, or complaint? I'll, I'll help you. I, I will take the call. So just, and she always tells that story because mm. it's like, you believed in me and, and here she is, you know, one of our top supervisors 20 wow. years later. Um, and some of our other employees that have started with McDonald's when they were young mm -hmm. and, and grown up through the business. I've had um, past employees that have come back and, um, and said, you know, I learned all of my skills mm -hmm. that I needed today through McDonald's mm -hmm. because it taught me, you know, how to work with people. It taught mm -hmm. me, you know, how to um, just interact mm -hmm. and, 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 and be patient mm -hmm. and you have to listen and you have to learn how to listen, you have to learn how to communicate. And, um, and so, yeah, there's lots of stories mm -hmm. um, that, that we have on that level because, you know, they took the opportunity and, and we just, you know, you're able to see uh, potential in people. Yeah. You know, yeah. soft, on, soft on people, hard on performance. Mm. That's <laughs> soft on people, hard Correct. on performance. Yes. <laughs> I love exactly. it. Yes. Well, uh, so culminating question then. So you're looking at, of course, you have a much longer time frame to kind of look. What would you, in thinking about your story, your successes, mm -hmm. all that you've been, what would you like people to remember? Um, I think that, you know, I, I graduated from high school mm -hmm. not knowing um, what I wanted to do mm -hmm. with my life. And what That's I want like to taboo study. now. Like you can't. You you need to have your whole life. Yeah, planned you have out. to have it all planned <laughs> out. And I'm over here like, okay, well, I I just don't know yet. And so um, I, I'm proud that I, as a black woman, mm -hmm. been able to um, stand on the shoulders of my father mm -hmm. and continue his his legacy. And um, and then I was also able to create right, this absolutely. next legacy. Um, and so you know through faith, hard work, dedication to my family, um, I, I, I think I fulfilled that goal. Yeah. And, um, and just, I, I want to be able to, to give back to, um, like Jalen said, to, to those that are still aspiring to, mm -hmm. um, to do more at this stage of my career. You know, they, you know, we have people or, you know, have communities that, that need help, that need mm -hmm. mentoring, that need, you know, and so whatever I can do to help to raise that next person up absolutely. that's that's what i want to do absolutely yeah and that's huge and i, and I know even like when you know, we first started talking about being on the living legends it was almost like that's not yeah and and, and i agree i understand <laughs> that i was uh but it's just thinking about african americans in america mm -hmm. not not being able to say they're multi-generations mm -hmm. of success there's nothing to hand down mm -hmm. um almost always starting from the beginning again mm -hmm. like this is a this is an amazing anomaly, but also an amazing encouragement mm -hmm. of what black excellence can look like, yeah. what success can be, what the power of God yeah. surrounding us can look like. This is, this is beauty in and of itself, even though it seems like basic. It's, it might be what yeah. other folks think, like, oh, this is, this is what everybody does. Right, right. But like, it's, it's really a possibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes maybe in some of the most unlikely industries, right? Like, so I, I never thought about it. I did, I did want to get a Chick-fil-A, because they chicken is so good. I tried. Uh, I didn't make it. That's uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that out there. She's like this, eh, you know. 
We got the fries. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Jay, I'll post the same to you. Still early starting, but people walking away. What would you like them to remember about your story that might be inspirational for them? I think I, I think the so one of the questions I got when I like did my the the ABC seven right was why is it so important or do you see the impact in being in an industry that is non uh, POC dominated? Yeah, 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 right. The impact yeah. of that and and I didn't like really think about that for because it was a good question that never been asked that and I was like wow like. When I think about people like Bop, right? Like we were like, we were really in like, I'm not gonna lie, like we were we were in college doing case competition and stuff like Wu-Tang Clan and stuff like that. Like we were really like that. And it was like, you know, um, we approached case competitions with such passion, right? We, as if it was like a sport, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Same thing with, you walk in the career fair, like I'm gonna get a job before I leave the building type mm -hmm. deal where everybody else is gonna be searching in the middle of June <laughs> and all that, right? It was a real sport for us, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, as I am in kind of the franchise system, which is kind of alternative to kind of corporate and like, you know, business yeah. and stuff like mm -hmm. that and practices, like, I think I wanna like show kids like, you know, listen, I get that. And especially like black kids, like I get that we dominate in sports. I get that we dominate in entertainment. I get that that's where, um, in a sense, we almost feel like we only belong, right? Because mm -hmm. we invented, but we invented a lot of other things too in the past, right? Like, and, and in my opinion, just like, I want to show kids that like, you can do things like technical practices, like a business practice or like, even like math and science and stuff, being mm -hmm. a professor, some mm -hmm. stuff like that is still cool to do, you know? Absolutely. It might be misrepresented currently mm -hmm. by, you know, America in general, what mm -hmm. the what the country is right now. You know, you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying. But mm -hmm. like, I think that there's people like myself that exist that can make the the movies like The Wolf of Wall Streets look a little different, or yeah. like The Big Shorts a little different. I think that there's characters that just have been undiscovered, and it's not just me. It's like like I say, my whole group of people. So, yeah. I'm hoping that I can bring the inspiration to kids, especially kids and just minorities, black kids that. They don't have to go the route of sports. They don't have to go the route of entertainment. They don't have to go the route of even, you know, if they feel like they have to, technology and digital and social media and all these influencing and things like, it. those are great. I support them 100%. My sister is an artist, right? Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, I could see where business and stuff becomes unattractive because of the brand that, yeah. what we live in today. Yeah. And I just want to be a deterrent to that. I want to be something different that yeah. kids can look back and be like, well, Jalen did it, so, and he's like a regular guy. He's just like, a, you know, so I could probably do it, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's the impact I want to leave on, especially young black kids and young black people. And um, yeah, that's just my, my whole, whole, I think what I want to leave behind, yeah. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Any amazing new menu items coming out that we should be aware of? Oh, the, um, the, the, the what was it, the strawberry shortcake McFlurry? Yeah, like strawberry that. McFlurry. It's like something like that that's yeah. coming out. Listen. There's an Oreo frap coming out oh. for the summertime. If you're getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you the memo right. what's happening and, and when. Absolutely. <laughs> coming out. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. thank you both so much. Um, I think, and our whole goal with the Living Legends series is to be able to tell stories yeah. and let people see that there are so many other things that are happening, so many ways that we see God maneuvering in the world, and so many ways that we are changing the trajectory yeah. of people's lives. And so, thank you all so much thank for coming. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for allowing us to tell our story. <sighs> I hope that you enjoy. Please, please, please um, continue to let us know uh, how you're taking these. There are so many stories to tell. 
and we're doing our best to tell them. Thanks so much. God bless.